Well, hello, listeners. This is Charles with Mysterious AF, a weekly podcast where we discuss the paranormal, weird, and exciting things. Mostly, we watch documentaries and then laugh about them and (laughs) break them down. Anyway, I am coming to you with a short story this week. This is from a friend of Celestis who I have not met, but her name is Deanna, and she was kind enough to send us three stories um, earlier this year, and this is the first of the three. There's not really a title for it, so we're just going to dive into it. And uh, this is a story that happened to her personally. So, Deanna, thanks so much for sharing with us, and everybody enjoy. Okay. Warm October evening four years ago. I was in my living room, which features five seven-foot-tall windows, and Vern was upstairs in his office. I was sitting in the floor, brushing the cat, when I noticed several turquoise lights in the sky just to the north of our house. I watched for a minute, and when I realized it was coming closer, I got off the floor and went to stand on the front steps. When I saw what was happening, I yelled at Vern to come down and see. It was plainly a vehicle of the classic triangular shape reported by a lot of UFO spotters. There were six bright turquoise, or teal if you prefer, lights on each of the two sides and nothing across the back. This thing was quite large. It was already dark, but you could tell the size and shape even black on black through the sky, though the sky was lighter due to city lights. It made no noise as it passed west to east in front of our house at close range, and then made a wide sweeping turn and headed back in the direction it came from. We both agreed that it was flying slower than an airplane of that size should. The entire episode lasted about 10 minutes. It was a one-off event as we haven't seen it since. Wow. Um, that's crazy. I'm sure you haven't heard that before. Uh, Deanna, (laughs) someone saying that's crazy to your story. Bright turquoise or teal lights. I mean, that sounds really pretty. I really enjoy turquoise or teal, but I don't, I don't even know where you live. And not that that means anything, but I was just thinking, depending on where you live, like other people might have seen it if you have close neighbors. Wow. I have nothing, nothing else to say, except that I guess I'm glad you were not abducted, I guess. I am glad you were not abducted. I'm glad your cat was okay. I was wondering, like, if you had other pets, if they would have noticed it or freaked out or anything, or if they were just like, oh, it's just another flying object. Because I guess to dogs and cats and other animals, planes are UFOs, because, you know, they don't really understand that. Um, But... Thank you for sharing that story. I keep looking looking back over it to see if there was anything I missed, but it was very descriptive, and uh, I wish something like that would happen to me. I have been in Seattle for just over two months now and have, have surprisingly not seen any UFOs. I've been going out hiking. I still haven't met a dog person or a big feet, Bigfoot. Um... And I'm looking, too. Like, I am constantly scanning around. I'm also trying to make sure I'm not going to fall off the hiking trail because there's some of them that get a little scary slash slippery slash you pass crosses of where other hikers have died while you're hiking and you're like, okay, at least I'm doing better than that person right now. Um, (laughs) I mean, it's just a little scary, but uh, I mean, in a lot of places we've been going hiking are busy like there's quite a few people there so I'm sure any cryptid that would want to come out and say hello or scare us or whatever it would do 
uh, is probably intimidated by the thousands of people that are tramping around its territory. But hopefully, maybe this fall we can get out into some of the more rural areas in Washington and watch the stars, see if there's any UFOs or something funky happening. We have not gone camping, um, which is fine by me for now. Uh, still getting settled into the city. Anyway, that was our story for the week. It came from Deanna. Thank you again, Deanna. I hope I have <laughs> thanked you several, several times. Uh, it's I always just love how um, our listeners and and other people who do podcasts are generous, you know, to share uh, their stories and they're not, um, I guess that I think that's brave. Not that you had a super personal, intimate story, but it just means a lot that you took the time to type that email out and send it to us. So anyway, I hope you all are having a fantastic week and it's been a great summer. I feel like I haven't podcasted for a while. Celeste and I have been busy with summertime. I feel like it's always busy. It's like a cycle, like winter, you have all the holidays and then summer, you're traveling, seeing family. So just to let you guys know, Labor Day is coming up this weekend. That's where we are. I don't know for sure when this will come out, but we are still picking out our next uh, documentary to watch. I think I found one on Netflix, or we both did. Uh, So stay tuned for that. And until next time, stay mysterious. Bye. Bye.